Welcome back to the Upgraded Career Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Case. And last week, we heard from Aliyah Kikwana on the power of our strengths. But what about our weaknesses, right? One of my least favorite interview questions is, what is your weakness? It is boring, it's outdated, and it really doesn't get to what you're trying to find out. I mean, I'm not very good at basketball, but is that really an issue in the context of our work? Um, so if you are a leader, if you're a hiring manager, please stop asking this question. It's a really, it's a really, again, silly, outdated, boring question. What you really want to know is, is this person self-aware enough that they don't absolutely know everything that there is, right? Because no person possibly could. So is this person humble enough? Is this person self-aware enough that they, that they know they don't know everything? And are they resourceful enough to figure it out? Do they know when to ask questions? Do they learn from their mistakes? So a better question would be, tell me about a time when you failed or tell me about a time when a project was going off the rails and you pulled it back around or it just went off the rails and what did you do? Um, or, you know, tell me about a time when you got negative feedback, something like that. I mean, we spend so much effort, particularly when we're growing up, trying to be good at everything, right? We're being told, get straight A's, get on every sports team, be voted president of student council, be on all the volunteer things, achieve all the things and get all the awards. I remember, my gosh, I remember being told when, when um, I was in high school that we would have a better chance at getting accepted into college if we were, quote unquote, well-rounded. and. I would definitely say there's some truth in that, particularly early in your career. You know, you're you're having a variety of experiences. You're trying on different things. You know, that helps bring clarity to what we like, what we don't. Um, and it can help us really see where we have those natural strengths and interests. But those of us who are super driven and ambitious, we sometimes think that we need to be awesome at everything especially those of us who own businesses or are people leaders. And we've got our teams looking to us for the answers, you know, to make decisions, right? But that is definitely not what is going to upgrade our performance, our careers, and our businesses. Focusing on our weaknesses and focusing on all the things and trying to spread all of our energy around so that we are, quote unquote, well-rounded is a really actually great way to burn ourselves out. There was a study done by the state of North of Nebraska back in the 50s, and they wanted to know how to increase the reading speed and comprehension of students. So they pulled together um, groups of 10th graders in the same classrooms, and they ran them through um, different speed reading programs. And part of the classrooms were split with um, already top learners or gifted readers you know, whatever, whatever they use to describe them. And then the other half of the classroom were lower readers for their grade or, you know, not gifted readers or either they were kind of average readers or they were having already had lower comprehension. And what do you think happened in this study? Again, we put students in a classroom that kind of had polar opposite in terms of their strengths. One group of students were already demonstrated that they were really good at this already, that they were already um, already speed readers with comprehension, and the other half of the classroom were struggling with this. They, they were not great at this. So what do we think happened at the end of the study? After we put them through the same program in the same classroom, what do we think happened? Well, what happened was that 
the students who were lower readers already did improve their reading comprehension. Um, they improved it by about 66%, which is great. That's amazing, right? You know, if you're a parent or someone with with young kids that you want to, you're trying to help them, you know, improve their reading, like to hear that someone who's struggling by putting them through a focused program can can increase their reading comprehension by 66%. That's a huge deal, right? So what happened to the other students, the students who were already higher readers or gifted readers? What happened to them? And anytime I talk to clients about this or, or anytime I'm doing a workshop, I come into a company and I'm doing a workshop with a team, I, I share this study and I'll ask this question, what do you think happened to the students? What do you think happened to the scores? And inevitably people are like, well, the students who either had lower reading comprehension their um, scores improved just a little bit or they improved a lot. And the students who had like really, really high reading comprehension, their reading comprehension went down because they were influenced by the slower readers in the room or they maybe it stayed the same. It really didn't do a whole lot. Well, what the study shows is that the students who were already higher readers improved their reading by 828%. Like, holy crap, right? That's a huge huge number. So what this study is telling us is that, yeah, we certainly can improve our weaknesses or or improve areas that, you know, we're not so good at. We can certainly do that. But holy cow, if we would just focus on the areas that we're already good at or we already have a natural strength, what we could potentially accomplish, right, by really focusing our time and our energy around improving or amplifying the things that are already strengths for us, because we are not meant to be amazing at everything. We're just not. So in order to really upgrade your personal performance, your life, your business, it's really to focus on your strengths instead of trying to, you know, make sure that your weaknesses are, you know, up at that same level. By focusing on our strengths, we're naturally going to have higher energy, right? You can do a task that you're good at and enjoy with so much less energy because it's so much easier for you, right? And then we're going to have higher energy. So we're going to be just more satisfied in our careers, right? And sure, doing something really hard, like, you know, if you can think back on a time where you were able to accomplish something you weren't sure if you could, or you were able to improve in an area that you struggled in, that Sure, that definitely feels good, but long-term sustained satisfaction in our work and our businesses comes from our day-to-day -day work, the things that we're working on day-to-day. -day. And again, if we are able to lean into our strengths more often in our day-to-day, -day, just the more satisfaction that we have. And what happens when we are more satisfied? Again, we have more energy and we are more productive, right? Again, you're going to be able to get more done because you have more energy and you're more satisfied and you just you know how to do this thing in the most effective way because it's a strength. Therefore, you can do more of it or because you're able to get it done faster, you're able to rest, which is also amazing and incredibly important when we're talking about upgrading our career and our businesses. And then finally, when we focus on our strengths, that gives someone else the opportunity to do what they do best. So I recently hired someone to help me with creating the marketing materials for this podcast. 
I'm the one who creates the strategy on the podcast. What is it that I'm going to talk about? I'm the one that's, you know, plans it all out. I'm recording it. Obviously, I'm the one that's recording it. I edit it. I publish it. And when all of that's done, then I send a copy over to her. And then she does all of the amazing work pulling out the pieces to highlight with the graphics and the short videos and you know all of those things that you're that you see on social media those things that's her area of strength that's what she loves to do and she shared with me she's like this is one of my favorite things that I get to do is take someone else's you know thoughts and really just pull out the the really great pieces in order to get more people to see it and have more people be impacted by it, right? Because I can be saying the most brilliant, amazing things over here. But if you don't hear it, if you don't, if you don't know that it's out there for you, then I'm not going to be able to support you in whatever it is that, I'm, that you need support in, right? So her area of expertise, her strength area is, again, creating those graphics, creating those videos for me and, um, and all those other things. And again, she, set, she, she has shared with me that this is some of her favorite things to do. For me, being in Canva, creating graphics in this way is incredibly tedious and I want to claw my eyes out. Can I do it? Yes. And I did it for a long time at the beginning of the podcast. I was doing it, but I realized that my time and energy was just better spent actually creating a high quality podcast, creating high quality content in this way, and then putting the final edits on the, the marketing materials. For me, it's way easier to tweak a couple of things than to like stare at a blank canvas after I've already spent hours on the podcast itself. So if I would just hold on to this particular task or particular um, type of work and like take a bunch of online classes on how to create a bunch of reels on how to, you know, use Canva and all of this stuff, I could spend time doing that. And I'm sure I could get better at it. And I'm sure I could get faster at it. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm robbing her of the opportunity to have her business and to do the work that she really enjoys. So how do we even like get to this place where we are deciding what to focus on? Well, first we have to just identify what our strengths are, right? So like, like Aaliyah said last week, there's ways that you can identify what your strengths are, whether you do it with, um, by taking the Clifton Strengths Finder um, assessment, which is an assessment that I use with my clients in our second session, no matter what we're working on together, I always use this assessment um, in our second session. Um, or, you know, maybe you talk with others about what do you see as strengths for me? Or just you kind of look around to see the work that you're doing and the work that you're getting really great um, feedback on and, and that you enjoy doing. It's likely that those are probably what your strengths are. Then once you identify what those strengths are, then out of those, what are the things that you actually like doing, right? What are the things that, that you actually enjoy? Just because something is a strength for you doesn't mean that you actually like doing it. Does anyone remember the movie Center Stage? This movie came out in the, in the late 90s. It was about a bunch of um, ballerinas in New York City. And, um, and it was, I was utterly obsessed with this film. Like I watched it over and over again. And I had this dream of being a Radio City Rockette um, in New York City, but I stopped growing. So I was not able to pursue to pursue that um, that dream because you have to be, I think like it's like five, six or five, seven, and I'm solidly five, two. So anyway, 
But in this movie, Center Stage, one of like the top best ballerinas in this program realized that she actually didn't like dancing anymore, that she did it for a really long time. She didn't have the heart to do it anymore, even though she was really, really good at it. So again, just remember that just because something is a strength for you doesn't necessarily mean that you actually like doing it. And that's okay. And then finally, out of those skills, whenever you figure out what are those strengths and then what are those things that you actually like to do out of those skills, what are the things that are actually going to move the needle for you, right? What are, what are the, what are the strengths or the skills or the tasks that are actually really important in your job, in your business that are actually going to make a really big deal or make a really big difference in your work, right? So once you figure that out, that's where you focus your energy on. That's where you focus your personal development time, your training time. And if you're able to, if you're able to be able to focus your daily tasks on those things, right? But okay, that all sounds great, Nicole, but we all can't just do the things that we like and that we're good at. That's not how work works. And that's not how the business, how businesses work. And that's certainly true, right? There are definitely times when we must do things <laughs> that we aren't the best at. So how do we address those things, right? So first, let's just acknowledge the things that we aren't great at or an area that's a weakness for us. Let's just acknowledge, hey, this is just not, this is just not something that's, that I'm really good at. That's okay. So first, let's acknowledge what those things are and then determine if they're really a problem. Are these needle movers? Are these big parts of your job today? Are these things that can really you know, mess things up for you can really do some damage for you, right? Either within your performance or um, just can can really damage your business if you're not capable of doing these 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 particular things. So if yes, if it's like, yes, these are things that we need to make sure that we we need to be able to do and be able to do well enough, then let's figure out how we can improve those things, right? Just those few things that are actually really important for our work, but let's figure out how to improve them just enough so that they don't get us in trouble. This is not a time to like go all in and go crazy on the personal development, on the training, on on being obsessive with trying to improve this particular area. Because again, we just need it just to we just need it to be improved enough so that we don't get in trouble. So like if we think back about those students in that study, Clearly, these students need to be able to read. You know, we all need to be able to read and comprehend what what we're reading, right, in order to continue to move forward in education and in work and everything like that. But that's not to say that we need to spend an enormous amount of time, you know, in this area. Maybe what are the other areas of strengths for these students that we want to focus on? Are they better more with math and numbers and things like that? Is that something that they have? a better strength in and let's make sure that they can read and comprehend enough so that they can continue to be successful in school but maybe then we focus them and and their additional training on again the math and the science or the things that um they're nat- more naturally good at and i suspect again that they'll probably be more excited to do that work instead right so Again, let's figure out how we can improve those things in order to make sure they don't trip us up or 
are we able to outsource that particular task in your business? Like I said, that I outsourced some of those marketing graphics and materials and videos. Um, you know, can, can you outsource that? Or can you find something else or find someone else at work that does that thing really, really well? For me personally, another thing that I'm not great at is Excel. I'm actually the opposite of the example I just gave that I, I am definitely more of a communicator. I'm definitely better with um, language and reading and writing and speaking. That's definitely more of my strength area. Numbers and math and things like that, those were never my strength areas when I was in school. And once I got into the working world, I realized that as part of my role in HR, I needed to learn how to use Excel. I needed to learn how to do pivot tables and how to do VLOOKUPs and stuff like that. And I did. It was, it's part of, you know, my role in HR and looking at data, analyzing data, and then, um, and then making decisions or influencing decisions based on what that data is telling us. Again, not super great or super fast at Excel. And I don't particularly enjoy spending all my time in there, but I had a role one time I was at a company and one of my teammates, he was really, really good at Excel. And actually, the funny thing is, when we looked at our strengths, our, our strengths finder assessment, my top strengths, my top five strengths were his bottom, bottom 30, like 30 some strengths. It was so my top were his bottom and vice versa. So my bottom strength or my least strength, I guess, number 34 strength in strengths finders is analytics. And his number one strength was analytics. So once we realized that, that holy cow, we could be a really great team here. We were able to work it out that he was doing the heavy lifting on the slicing and the dicing of the data and, you know, putting it in a way that was easy to understand. And then he'd come in my office and we'd talk about it. We'd, he'd be like, this is how I did it. This is where I got that data. And this is how I, I sliced and diced it and all these things. And he'd be so excited to show me. And like, he'd have like a really great afternoon hanging out in his office doing all this Excel stuff. And so then again, when he'd come in and we talked to me about it, then we'd talk about what is it that the data is telling us? How do we need to present this data to our senior executives in order to influence certain decision making, right? And so then I would be the one that would go and actually present this information and speak and, um, and actually do the more of the communication side of things. Again, could he do the communication side of things? Could he go and present as well? Absolutely. But there was just a marked marked difference between my skill in Excel, his skill in Excel, my skill in um, communication, and his skill in communication. And we just both recognized, hey, that's where our strengths lie, and where we could, we were able to divide and conquer in that way. Now today, again, I'm in my business, and I don't have um, someone like him uh, in my business today to help me with this, and that's okay. I know that I need to use Excel in my in my to run my business and there's some, you know, accounting things that I have to do and just some admin sort of stuff that I have to do that I just don't enjoy and I don't frankly have the attention to detail to do very well. Just um just yesterday I was putting together a contract for a corporate client and again, I needed to read that thing multiple times to make sure all the details were correct, the dates were correct in there. Um, I even had my husband look over it to double check just to make sure I didn't have any errors. Because again, that's just not my area 
of strength. That's just that minutia detail is not a great strength for me. My strength is going in and delivering the strategy and delivering the program that the company has hired me to do, right? So on days that I'm heavy in that type of work, I just plan for it. I just, I know it's going to be an energy drainer day. So if it's possible, I schedule other energy givers for the day, right? Like I'm going to make sure I go to the gym. Maybe I have lunch with a friend. Or like yesterday when I was working on this contract, I went to one of my favorite coffee shops and did it there just in a really in a, in a place that I really enjoy being. Or um, or maybe sometimes I'll make sure I'm just getting into my comfy clothes and I'm listening to music while and having a favorite beverage while I'm while I'm doing this type of work. Right. So I recognize that there's just parts of my business and parts of my work that maybe I'm not the best at. I don't have a natural strength in those areas. But I just, I figure it out enough in order to make sure it doesn't mess me up or it doesn't cause harm, right, in in what, in what the work that I'm doing. So let's make sure that we are focused on amplifying our strengths and managing our weaknesses. And so if you like this episode, if you liked what we talked about here, I know that you'll also really like my weekly newsletter full of more strategies and inspiration to upgrade your own career or business. And you can get signed up by going out to nicolekspeaks.com slash newsletter and you can get signed up there. And of course, as always, I'll be back here next week with a new episode. But in the meantime, remember that your career deserves an upgrade.